Hello family, we just want to apologize for not uploading Saturday's episode on Saturday evening. I know we had received some email wondering where the episode was and we have basically been experimenting, tweaking our audio system because we're in the process of upgrading it. And um, so this episode may seem a bit choppy, mechanical-like if you will, but please just bear with us. Thank you so much for understanding. However, I do have some good news. We officially have our podcast intro and I'm super excited about it. Let us know what you think. And as always, thank you for your support and thank you for tuning in. Here's episode 10. Enjoy. Welcome to Pillow Talk with Nikki and Akia. I'm your host, Nikki. We want to thank you for stopping by tonight. Now go and grab your favorite drink, kick back, relax, and let us take you on a ride. Because all we want to do is entertain your soul. Hello. Hello, hello family. Welcome to another episode of Pillow Talk with Nikki and Akia. I'm Nikki. And I'm Akia. And tonight, episode 10 is about your personal issues spilling over into your children's lives. So this Mm. is something that Akia wanted to talk about. And I think it's an absolute uh, must. Because I think a lot of that goes on. It does. We talk about it. Mm hmm. It really does. So much. (laughs) Yes, it does. And Mm -hmm. so I think that was a great topic for us to discuss tonight. Mm -hmm. But first, how was your Saturday? Oh, (laughs) amazing. Girl, let me tell you. Okay, so my room has like the like the sun literally just shines through mm-hmm. the window, and usually that's what wakes me up. But I was like, you know what? I've been getting up early all week and doing what I need to do. I want to sleep in so bad. So I pulled out the old trusty dusty. Um, blindfold. I haven't had this. <laughs> oh my god! Did you say blindfold? And, girl, yes. I put my blindfold yeah. on the side of me because I was like, you know what? <laughs> oh, that's too much. I'm, I'm gonna need this in the morning because I want to sleep in. Right. So, right. You know, it wasn't used for purposes that I wish it was used for, but hey. <laughs> Oh wow. wow. Anyway, anyway, that was my yeah. my Saturday. <laughs> okay. okay. How was well, yours? It was good. You know, the girls are away with their grandparents for the weekend. Mm-hmm. They'll be back tomorrow. But I mean, I just relaxed. You know, sometimes yeah. date night doesn't necessarily mean that um you have to always go out and do something, have dinner or the movies or go on vacation or, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. date night is just kicking back, letting it all hang out. Don't have to worry about getting up every five to 15 minutes 
yes. to get your kids something or wondering what the heck they're doing, you know, mm-hmm. and we could just eat whatever we want. If we decided we wanted to eat a ham sandwich and popcorn for dinner, I mean, we can, yes. we can do that, uh, you know, and watch something on Netflix or do Netflix and sleep by nine, you know. Right, right. Kind of skip over the chill because I see. Nine, o'clock, <laughs> nine o'clock rolls around and you kind of like, yeah. So you know, but it was it was good. It was good. It was good. Um, I uh, I talked to my mom today, and it kind mm-hmm. of brought me back to okay. So family, my daughter. It was about, what, two weeks ago? She broke her glasses. Mm. And um, so, you know, we have to, you know, get her a new pair. And in mm-hmm. the meantime, Reggie was like, you know what? I'm going to try to fix these because these are going to be her play glasses because I'm not about to buy her a new pair of glasses and then those break and then you got to go, you know, because that's how my mom did it. Whatever glasses mm-hmm. I had that broke on me, I had those. She still kept those. Unless the lens broke or something. But if the frame of the glasses broke, she would keep those, get me a new pair. And then when I got home from school, I took off my my good pair and put on the broken pair. And so, you know, back in the day, when I broke my glasses, my mom used tape. And when I say she used tape, I'm not talking like the clear scotch tape. She used like the masking tape, like that yellow thick tape. So when you go to school, no, she did pretty, no. you, you pretty much see the tape. You know, people, I mean, you oh. big old glob of tape just look like a big old ball sitting on the side of your face. Because, you know, back then in our day, they didn't have one hour. You ordered glasses and it took a couple of weeks to come in for the glasses, yeah. you know. And so now you can basically walk in, get a pair of glasses, and turn around and walk back out, you know. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so when I told when I told my mom, she asked she she asked me what did I do with Aniela's <clears throat> glasses, and I said, well, she still has them. I said, you know, she wears them, and um, mm-hmm. she was like, it was it was funny to me because she says, girl, why you just didn't uh. Throw those glasses away. And I was like, wait a minute, hold on. She's like, because I know, I know she ain't walking around with, with the old broken glasses on. I said, hold on. <laughs> Why was it good for me to walk around with old broken glasses that had masking tape to be damned all on? <laughs> and you telling, you know, it amazes me how our parents, as they get older and we get older and we have children of our own, mm-hmm. when they do something, it's, oh, don't do that. Oh, yes. Right. Girl. <laughs> I, where was that attitude when I was young and I did something? Right. Why didn't you say that to me? Why was it there was not saying anything to me and there was a belt to my behind? Like, yes. I'm Girl, like, yes. What? Mm-hmm. Hold up, hold up. But if I tell my mom, I just, oh, no, oh, you don't need to do that. They, they just kids. Well, hell, I was just a kid, too. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I'm still trying to. And when I asked her that, the only thing she could say is, girl, 
you were spoiled. You ain't you ain't getting a whooping like that. Oh, mom. Yeah, maybe you don't remember because you're not the one that got it. But I do. <laughs> You, you remember you that, that thing. I, yeah, you know, and, it, you know, because my mom didn't play. My mom was cool, but my mom did not play games. Like, she mm-hmm. was just one of those parents that was like, listen, I, I ain't going for this, that, and the third. And, you know, any little girls that I tried to bring over to play with, she was like, take them little, tell them little girls, go home. Ain't nobody spending night here. You ain't spending night there. Mm. So now if I say something like, Oh, yeah, you know, the girls met somebody, and they want to have a, you know, sleepover. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. My mother, let some girls have a sleepover. What? <laughs> yeah, be like, who are you? <laughs> Wait a minute. So you telling me to have, well, you deprived me from my sleepovers. What is my sleepovers, Mom? <laughs> right. Uh-huh. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. But you had me walking around. With broken glass, mm-hmm. and no matter how bad I cried, I was like, "Mom, gonna look crazy." You can't be quiet. You know, you shouldn't care what people think about you. And just <laughs> and just be like, "Hey, now you make sure you get Ayala some new glasses because you can't have her walking around with broken glass." Mm-hmm. I, I just wow. Yeah, just, sounds like my mom too. Lord, I. I yeah. I'm gonna make sure that I'm not like that as a grandparent. I am going to make sure that I'm like, nope. If I didn't do it with you, then you shouldn't do it with your child. That's how I'm gonna yeah. be. I, mm-hmm. I promise you. I don't know unless it's just something in us. It's easy to chemical. say that. I yeah, think it's, it's a chemical weird. thing. It is a chemical thing because you see how far apart my children are. You know, my mm-hmm. oldest two, they're grown, and then mm-hmm. I have an eight-year-old. And my parenting is so different than what it was back then. Back then, oh, baby, I wish you would step out the line, you know. And with with Julius, you know, I'm a little bit more lenient on him Mm -hmm. because I feel like because I'm older, my nerves Mm -hmm. have relaxed. You know, it's, it's just, it's different. My parenting skills are way different than they were with my oldest. I do. I notice that for myself, and I hear it from my oldest too, all the time. I hear it from them. They're like, "Boy, if that would have been us, we'd be on the floor somewhere," you know. <laughs> well, and it, it's, and it's, it's um, mm-hmm. and and but it's it's just. I think it's just time. I think the more time goes by, when you get a little older. Things just get a little, a little different, and I've noticed that with my mom. My mom, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, her patients are just extremely good. And mm-hmm. and at the time when I was younger, even when my oldest two, when they were a little bit younger, she'd get onto them too a little bit, you know. But now it's like this little one, the little ones, the young ones. Oh, they get away with so much in my niece. It's funny because when she was oh God, how old was Whitney? Um she was she she wasn't even eighteen, I don't think. She might have been, but I don't think. And so no, she wasn't. She wasn't eighteen. And um I think she was seventeen and she wanted a tattoo and my mom has always been dead set against tattoos. And so my sister told her, Well, 
you can get one if Granny says you can get one. So she called up my mom and told my mom, hey, I want to get this tattoo and whatever. Girl, do you know my mom was like, oh, that would be great. She didn't know oh, about wow. the little deal with me. So oh. <laughs> to this day, my sister is always talking about I was so pissed at your mother. <laughs> oh, wow. You just got to wait until you get there. Don't, like well, I said, you know don't remember. If it's, if it's hereditary, then I have about mm-hmm. another good 30 years. Yeah. Well, no, about 25 years because my mom mm-hmm. didn't really start being relaxed until maybe in her 60s. But mm-hmm. – I'm also, the times we're living in, and because we have so much uh, different sources now that just, you know, we're able to see what's going out there, what's going on out there, what's happening. Mm-hmm. No, I don't see myself being relaxed because I, even if I decide to have a third child, no, I'm going to be, I'm not going to treat that child any different than the way I've raised or treated, you know, my two girls. I, I, I believe in fairness and I'm mm-hmm. I don't need my children to <clears throat> think their parents are relaxed and think they can get away with things. That's just how because I I have great patience. Like that's one thing I think that's one thing mm-hmm. that I appreciated about waiting to have my mm-hmm. children when I was 30 because my patience has definitely by that time had matured. Like I, you know, I'm very patient with my kids, but there are just certain things that I will not move on. Reggie and I both, and that's like, <clears throat> excuse me, disrespect, you know, not being, uh, not having manners, um, you know, trying to be sneaky or, lying those it's just certain things that you're like no matter what you're gonna stay firm on there are Mm -hmm. some things that you might be like okay you know what i'm gonna let that slide i'm gonna still talk to you about why that was wrong but that's about it but then there there are just some things there's no negotiating and reggie and i you know we sat down and we talked about that you know we had to make sure that we were on the same page because we didn't ever want to do the um good cop, bad cop kind of thing. Right. Where mm-hmm. if, if if he says something, the girls know not to come to me and try to. If, if daddy has already laid it down, that's it. <clears throat> there is no mm-hmm. going to mama and trying to, and vice versa. If I've already said something, then that's what goes. He, he you know, backs me up and I back him up. And there are just certain things that we will not move on. And, you know, like I said, that's disrespect, you know, showing manners to your elders, you know, not, you know, lying or trying to be sneaky. No, that mm-mm. and that's going to be for all my kids. If Even if we have one, two, three more in the future, this is some things I'm just not going to deviate from because I also don't want my kids to be like, Mom, why why were you like that with us? But you weren't like I, you know I don't want my kids to have complex like okay why why is it so different from from when you raised us versus no nah, I don't want to no y'all all got it when you were supposed mm-hmm. to get it and that's it you know so but you know I I, I had to kind of talk to her today like really mom like oh man but you had me going. 
going to school looking like, you know, I don't know what. So, and, and, and she, she, she kindly says she don't really remember that. But I told her, I said, no, I'm going to remind you. I'm going to bring back your memory because when I come see you, there's a couple of pictures in your photo album. And you'll see the tape on my glasses. And I know exactly which photo albums those pictures are in. So when I show her, she's going to be like, ooh, you was right. And I'm going to be like, mm-hmm. That's what you did to me when I was 11, 10, 9 years old. So speaking of children, see? You yeah. see how I have a complex with that now? That I'm yeah. almost 40 years old. Do you see how how that, how she affected me? Like that, like I still, you know, this is what we're discussing. No, no, I'm kidding. So, <laughs> overspill, overspill. Over, yes. So share with us why you decided to choose this topic today. What what was it that really, you know what, I want to dabble into this. Because I think it's a great topic. Oh, yes. Um, well, thank you. Um, earlier today, I was just, you know, um, scrolling through some of my pages on social media, mm-hmm. and I came across a certain person doing a live feed, mm-hmm. and his topic was, um, about um, a famous actor slash singer. I don't want to put no names out there. Okay. <clears throat> and this this person has been going through so much lately, and it's kind of like he's suffering from an identity crisis as well. I mean, mm-hmm. because if you go on his timeline you can pretty much see everything going on in his life. He has just been outrageous with oversharing. Mm -hmm. And so he made a couple of comments about African-American women and how he feels about them. And this man is African-American himself. And it was not positive. And that what right there was mind blowing because this person is normally a very positive person. Okay. And so I was like, what? I was intrigued. And so the person that was doing the live feed uh-huh. start. He was like, if you want to comment on this, you know, just leave such and such hashtag, and I'll call you up. So. He called a couple people up, a couple people, you know, they just really weren't ready. And so he called this one chick up, and um, they were discussing, you know, do you think that he deserves sympathy? Because he got up there one day crying about he misses his daughter. He hasn't seen his daughter. He had a shirt made with his daughter's name on it, and, Mm -hmm. you know, he's just been really out of character lately. And so a lot of people were like, no, I don't feel sorry for him. I think it's just an act 
because, you know, first of all, for him to say such and such and such, what he said, he was out of character and out of line for that right there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not going to mention what was actually said, what he actually said about the women, about, you know, the women, period, because it was what? so. No, 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 say it. Say what he said. No. It was so derogatory. Might, might know, you know, who you're mm-hmm. speaking of. But, I mean, no, I mean, go ahead. Well, I think it'd be well, well, I'm setting it up to say that the things that he's been saying mm-hmm. is spilling over out of his life and onto his daughter's life because she's not a little girl. She's not a little four-year-old that wouldn't know what's going on. No. She's in school. She's a school Mm -hmm. age, and she's at that age where she will get picked on. And he's not thinking about his mess, and it's spilling over in her life. That's what I want to talk about today. When our when our lives get so congested and so messy and spill over into our children's lives and we don't even think about what it's going to do to them mm-hmm. and how it can scar them. But this right. child is going to be scarred because first of, first and foremost, she is a little African-American child, a little girl. Okay. And while he's claiming that he misses his daughter and wants to see his daughter so bad and he just can't go on without his daughter, why would you sit up here and say the things that you've said about other women, period? doesn't matter if she's black or white, but you made this certain comment about, I'm, okay, I'm going to go on and share some of it. One of the things he was talking about is wearing makeup. Okay. And the women that wear the the women that wear make I don't want to misquote this, but the women that wear makeup, the black women that wear makeup and and extra stuff, uh-huh. basically are. I hate saying this, but basically what he's saying are sluts. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you're 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 of the night, huh? You're of the yes. night, if you... La- okay. ladies of the night. <laughs> ladies of the night. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, hmm. um, well, I'm a lady of the night. <laughs> because I love to wear makeup. I mean, I don't uh, wear makeup every day, but yes. if we're going out or there's a social gathering mm-hmm. holiday, I throw mm-hmm. a little something on. So I right. guess I'm, you know, I'm, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of mm-hmm. that title. Thank mm-hmm. you, honey. Okay. okay. <laughs> and so, you know, one of the things that the the person that went live was talking about is like he's not even thinking about what this will do to his child because she's of school age and this is out in social media for everybody to see. Right. So you know the other children at school, first of all, he's got a shirt with her name blasted across it, mm. talking about this is all I got with her name on it, talking about this is all I got in her name on it. Mm-hmm. 
people, the kids that she go to school know her daddy is such and such. Right. So, I mean, she's going to get picked on and she's going to get bullied. And he's not even thinking about that. He's not even thinking about what comes out of his mouth is going to affect his children. What, and another another person I want to bring up mm-hmm. is... um. I'm going to say names because this is out online. Okay, so, you know, I'm I'm just going I'm going to go on and say these two other people's names because okay. this was this was tasteful. Okay. Um Kim Kardashian had an interview with the lady. I don't know who the lady was, but it was recorded and I seen this today that um she was asked the lady had, was asking her about her makeup line, da da da. And then after Kim, you know, talked about that, the lady just flat out asked her, you know, so what do you think about Black China? Okay. Kim sat there and thought about what she was going to say for a minute, and I adored that from her. And she said, well, you know, That is my niece, and she's going to grow up And well, she said the baby's name, um, uh-huh. the little girl's name. She said the little girl's name, and that is my niece, and she's going to grow up someday, and she's going to see this. Right. So I will not say nothing bad about her mother. And I love that. Mm-hmm. That right there was so classy. And she right. thought about that little girl when she grows up, right. how this is going to affect her when she grows up. Because the things we say can scar a child for life, and the things we do can scar a child for life. There are Absolutely. so many mixed up people in this world, mm-hmm. and it all stems from somebody messing up their life when they were little. Mhm, mhm, absolutely. Because children, children are like sponges; they absorb yes, the yes world they do. Them. And I don't think people, you know, you hear people say it, but I don't think they mm-hmm. actually understand that children are are truly like sponges, and sometimes I don't think they care. Yeah, some of them, some of them may not care because you know what? And I was just going to say because sometimes when parents are so involved in their mm-hmm. own emotional state, their children mm-hmm. kind of become invisible. Mm-hmm. You know, they right now they're just focusing on what they're feeling, even if the child, you know, even if the child is isn't even right in front of them when they're mm-hmm. displaying certain behaviors. You know, mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. some people might say, "Oh, well, my kids are in the room; they can't hear anything." I said, "You don't know that." Prime example: you don't. Reggie and I one day we were sitting out in the living room. Now you know where our living room is, and you know where the mm-hmm. girl's bedroom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Reggie just happened to say, "You know what? Let's go." And now he's kind of talking low tone. You know, he's and I'm kind of leaning in, to, you know, listening to him. He's like, right. you know. Let's go, let's go surprise the girls and take them to Golden Corral for breakfast. 
He said, you know, Katarzyna's been wanting to go for a while, and I told her that we would, you know, take her. So I said, okay, mm-hmm. that's, that's a good idea. Now, mind you, we're talking low-key. You know, we're mm-hmm. in the living room. They're in their right. room doing their thing because you can hear them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Reggie and I did not discuss it anymore after that. We already knew that we were going to get up in the morning, you know, mm-hmm. early, get dressed, and go. So I just kind of played a trick on them. I was like, you know what? I said, I'm going to go in there and ask them what they would like for breakfast. And Reggie said, tell them they got the option between oatmeal and cereal. I said, okay. Mm-hmm. So I go in the room and I say, girls, I say, what, what would you like for breakfast, cereal or oatmeal? Katarzyna said to me, she said, mama, no, we're going to go, we're going to go to Corral. And two yeah, people are like, yeah, we're going to go to Corral. And I'm like, huh? So immediately I'm like, Reggie done said something. I'm, so then all of a sudden I hear Reggie coming up the hall and he's like, he said, what you say? He said, we're going to go to Corral. And Tootie jumped up and up and down. And I'm looking at him. He's looking at me. And I'm looking at him like, what did you say? And he's looking at me like, did you say something? And I'm looking back at him like, did you say something? <laughs> like, there's no freaking way. And I said, wait. I said, who said anything about Golden Corral? And Sergeant goes, you and Daddy said something about it yesterday. And I'm oh, trying wow. back like, did him and I have a conversation? I'm like, there's no, we, we, Akia, I promise you, family, I promise you, I said nothing else. We said nothing else about it. We didn't even mm-hmm. say anything about it when we went to bed. We said nothing else mm-hmm. about it. We just mm-hmm. knew it was our way of saying when we got up in the morning, we knew that we were going to start getting dressed to mm-hmm. go. Because mm-hmm. normally the girls wake up before we do on the weekend, you know. We and we wake up before them during the weekday, but on the weekends they wake up before us, and so mm-hmm. we were up before they were. And as we were, you know, getting ourselves together, we heard them get up, and so I'm like, what? So it just goes to show you that even if you think your children do not hear you, they yeah. can hear you. Can. Or you think uh-huh. they don't see you, they can see. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. so you have to be, you have to be careful. And that's one thing I've always respected about my parents. Mm-hmm. I never knew when my parents argued. My right. mom and my dad. I never, if they had an argument, they either did it when I wasn't in the house and I was at school. Because when I was home, I never heard mm-hmm. them have a disagreement. I don't think, I never even remember seeing my parents mad at each other because kids can pick that up too tension oh they feel absolutely something between their parents or even by the tone they can pick that up mm-hmm. so you they have sure to can. you have to be careful you you have to be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you really do and and i don't think a lot of people really realize that because some people are just you know, you you have some people that what they don't think before they talk. They just mm-hmm. blurt out what they're going to say because they got to right. say it. And then you right. have those that think about what they're going to say first. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think a lot of times um, that sometimes, you know, 
we get so wrapped up in our emotion and we're mm-hmm. hot and though we just have to say what we have to say and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and and some people just don't think that it's gonna affect their children. And right. it really it really, really does. It really it does. does. You know, um I'm I'm I just I can't stress enough how sad I am for that poor little girl because cause bullying is real. Bullying is oh, real. Absolutely. It happens. And, you know, I don't care how much the schools say we have a zero bullying, non-tolerance, da-da-da-da-da, it happens. It happens. Absolutely it does. It happens. And sometimes some kids are just not emotionally stable and they mm-hmm. will hurt themselves. Mhm. And and you know I just think that more people, I just think that we should think about what especially being in in social media. Um mm-hmm. I'm one my bishop used to tell us and teach us one thing he was very big on was don't put too much of your business out there online because once right. it's out there, anybody out can there. get it, and it stays mm-hmm. out there forever. It mm-hmm. don't go away. I don't care if you do push delete and take it back. It's mm-hmm. out there. And um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm mindful of what I put out there and in front of my children. I'm not saying that I'm perfect, and I'm not saying that I haven't said some things or done some things in the past because, oh, my God, I have, especially with my youngest two, with my oldest two, excuse me. I have done a lot and said a lot of things in front of my children that I wish I could have taken back, but I'm glad that social media wasn't like it is now because, you know, it didn't affect them. But it can affect them, you know. It really, it really can. So um, I'm just really, I'm just, I'm passionate about children and about abuse. I'm really passionate about those two. And for for that, you know, man to say what he said, that was pretty horrible. And that and that can make her have low self-esteem issues with herself and make her have identity issues within herself because who knows when she gets older, you know, and she wants to wear makeup. She likes makeup. She's into it or that's her thing, that's her talent, and she wants to be a makeup artist. Well, she's going to have in the back of her mind what her father said and what and how she she felt about you know, how he felt about that. Because right. girls are daddy's little girls, you know, and and a lot of stuff festers on what our fathers say and what our fathers do. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that could really scar her emotionally from, you know, later on in life, you know. It just it just always can and 
I just, I didn't like that when I heard that, especially from that person, you know. And then I've heard this other, I've heard him also, because I followed this person on social media, so I heard him say something about this this rapper. And the rapper, he clapped back, and he was like, dude, first of all, I have not, did nothing to you, nothing but admired you. And you want to come at me and I ain't did nothing to you? I don't know what's going on with you, but you need to leave my name out of this, dude, because I ain't having done nothing to you. And and he handled that. So he he really handled it tastefully. And I was like, oh, my God, what is this dude? What is going on with him? And then I hear this today, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, he's not even thinking about his daughter. He loves his daughter so much, but you're not thinking about her, how this will affect her, all the stuff you're doing, right? all this stuff. And and then he tries to have a meltdown and and make it sound like it's because he's really missing his daughter. Well, no, you know what? I have days that I miss people that have been taken out of my life. And I don't act the fool. So I'm always one that says you're accountable for your own actions. When you're in a sound mind, you're you're accountable for your own actions. But that's the thing. What if he what if he is and and here's my here's my thought and, and question about this. Mm-hmm. You say that he's accountable for his own actions. Now, just by because mm-hmm. we're cause we're we're just outsiders. We're just we're just right. little old people with our own little opinions, right? Right, right, exactly. No big deal. Okay. Right. So, just from what you were saying, it feels like that maybe he is having some type of mental break, because we don't know his personal mm-hmm. life, and we've learned, Akia, we have learned that mm-hmm. we don't know what really goes on behind closed doors and people's home, what they're dealing with every day on a daily basis, what their mm-hmm. mental state is. Because we know that people that have something going on up there can mm-hmm. still send out a quote-unquote representative to represent them. That's not mm-hmm. really who they are. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so what if he doesn't really know? What if he's having some type of mental break? Or what if he's going through some type of identity crisis? Because like you say, he's, he's African American. His daughter is African American. And, but mm-hmm. he's speaking about African American women in a negative light. Right. So, you know, you say you have compassion for, you know, the children and about mm-hmm. abuse. But then where are the people having compassion for him? You, you've got a very valid point there. You do, because I do know that he's, you know, he's suffering from some some things, you know. He's mm-hmm. crossing over, supposedly crossing over into a new genre of mm-hmm. of um, art. He's supposed, you know, he's been doing R&B for a long time, and he's right. switching over onto yeah. rap now. Oh, really? And I didn't know that. Uh huh. Yeah, he's working on a rap album. Okay. And um, so you know, a lot of people are like, 
that's hard for me to even picture him. Right, because I'm like, opera. oh, man. Yeah, I'm like, uh-huh. man, could you not just stick with the R&B? <laughs> right. And then, and then before that, you know, he got upset with um, about, you know, he's been, his role has been um, an actor in, uh, what was that? I want to say... I know he's been in Fast and Furious, and he's been in uh, Transformers. I think it was the Transformers. Something recently, like he is, she thought that he his career was going to take off from that, and it actually didn't. But another actor, his career has just blew off from that. Okay. Not just that, but it gets really sore, and so he's been taking, he's been saying some stuff about that person, too. Okay. And so I think, yeah, I think it's just all building up on him because so much, you know, is changing in his life, and he doesn't know how to adapt to change, you know. Okay. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. Sometimes we don't know how to adapt to change. I know um, right. I had a hard time adapting to change in some right. areas in my life when I was younger because, you know, me growing up I with my grandparents, I had never been told no about anything. And so when I got 16 and asked for a car, that was when I was first told no. And, oh, my world, I thought was going to end. I really thought it was going to end. And I had to learn how to adjust, but I also take credit to me being younger. So it was kind of easier to adjust. But when you're older, Mm -hmm. it's not so easy to adjust, I guess. I don't know. I'm not a therapist, so I don't know. Right, right. We're just analyzing this on our own, too. We're just kind of... You know, mm-hmm. breaking it down and trying to, you know, think about, you know, well, why, why is mm-hmm. this happening? Exactly. So, I, I don't know. I'm just, I just think that, um, you know, we need to be mindful of the children, and I, I do have sympathy. To a certain extent, I do, mm-hmm. you know, but um, I just think that that was a little overboard about having a certain opinion. Yeah, because now you're kind of stereotyping. Right. That's the word. I couldn't you're find stereo- it. Yes, yes, you're stereotyping. Yes. <laughs> My big book of words I'm trying to say. Uh, yes. I think it's, you know, to, to put a stereotype on a certain mm-hmm. race. But I, and then, I, then I, I go, my mind is thinking like, okay, you know how, like you said, because the things that he's saying now, he doesn't realize because, like I said, right now he's so involved in this mm-hmm. emotional state that he's in right now that he's mm-hmm. not really thinking about how this could affect his daughter later on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
is it possible that maybe he could we don't know his his uh i i i don't i don't know if you do or family if you guys know if, if you figured out who she's speaking of Mm-hmm. If he's had what his childhood was like, could it be now that maybe mm-hmm. he's having some type of mommy, daddy issues, something that you're afraid that his daughter may have as she gets older? She may have some type of daddy issues because of the things that he's doing right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying mm-hmm. to understand. I- I'm just trying to understand because it seems, and like I said, we don't know 100% because we can all send out a rep, uh, representation, we, we, a representative. We can, we, can, we can always send out someone that is not really mm-hmm. who we are. And so we followed this person from the time that they basically were known, and we mm-hmm. followed him from start to basically up to this point to uh, I, I won't say finish because he's not really done but from the very beginning till now you know you start you think oh man this guy he's you know he seems like he's well put together he's smart he's intelligent he got it going on he has a great voice got a great body look huh, maybe but you know and you don't think that you would expect this kind of behavior from him but at the same time like I said, and I said it early on in our earlier episodes, that there's always something at the core of everything. When there's a situation, when especially when it's negativity, if there's something where you're putting other people down or you're always being negative or, you know, mm-hmm. um, you don't have the nicest things to say about anybody, you have to mm-hmm. ask yourself, okay, well, what's really going on with this person? What's, what's really happening and their life, or what kind of upbringing do they? It's always something deeper at the at, deeper at the core of the issue. And so I'm just thinking, mm-hmm. like, wow, you know, what is? Why now? Like, what is really going on? You know, and definitely to to say something, you know, about black women, mm-hmm. and basically, you know, that's who. You are like, you know, how does your mom feel about it? You know, is his mom still living? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we should have researched that. But if she Mm -hmm. is, you know, how, you know, how does that make, uh, do do you even think he's thinking about how that makes her feel? You know, it's kind of like a slap in the face, you know, and like you said, at some point, it might be a slap in the face to his daughter or his daughter might understand because at that, maybe in that moment when she's, you know, older mm-hmm. and she does come across it and she's like, dad, why? And then he explains to her, well, this is what was going on in my life. This is why. Maybe his reasoning, maybe we will never know, but maybe she may know. And mm-hmm. then she may have, she may understand and say, okay, well, I understand. And she may not have any resentment or, you know, anger towards him for, for doing it. We don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. It's just speculation. It's just speculation. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But that also brings up another point. Uh, 
of the friend that we know, you know, going back to how parents, their personal issues, how it spills over into your children's lives and mm-hmm. how the the one couple that we know, how they will fight and bicker amongst each other to where their their young daughter thinks that it's her place to step in, side with the mom, mm-hmm. speak to somebody who's practically raised her since she was little and think that she can speak to her dad in such a way that mm-hmm. if he even tries to discipline her for it, the mother will make him apologize to her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you see how twisted that is? Mm-hmm. But yep. the reason why I bring that up is because it goes back to my point about what happened in her childhood. Right. Mm-hmm. That it's spilling over. makes her, yes, it's spilling over to make her not have any values or morals or to teach her daughter to have respect mm-hmm. for authority, to have respect for your elders, mm-hmm. and definitely to have respect for someone who has basically been, because family, this is not his biological daughter. Mm-hmm. He's been in her life since she was little, <clears throat> and I believe mm-hmm. now she's 10 years old. And so mm-hmm. for, you know, her to teach her daughter that it's okay to treat somebody that's supposed to be like a father to you. And he sits there and he takes it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. I have never seen anything like it. But, yeah, that's another prime example of just she has deep-rooted issues mentally. Mm-hmm. I mean, just all across the board. And how it has, Mm -hmm. it has basically spilled over up into her upbringing all Mm -hmm. the way to she's an adult. And now she's basically teach, teaching and has taught her kids to be the exact same way. Mm -hmm. So at Mm -hmm. some point, because that's what you call, that's where you get the generational curse. Right. Mm -hmm. And nine times out of ten, because there's nobody to tell that child different. And to tell mm-hmm. that child, no, that's actually not how it's supposed mm-hmm. to work. Nine times out of ten, that child is going to continue on that generational curse. Mm-hmm. And maybe their child is going to learn the same things as well. And it's mm-hmm. just going to be a cycle, unfortunately. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It, it, it will. It can. Mm-hmm. Um, not unless. Someone comes into her life that can break it because it can be broke. But see, I don't it, think I don't think so. If if as long as the mom is involved, it won't happen. It won't see, that's happen. the thing. That's the thing. Just because the mom is involved, that doesn't mean that the mom will always be involved because this child is going to grow up. Mm-hmm. And either Absolutely. two things can happen because I've I've seen it happen before. 
you know, I've told you about a friend of mine that was raised a certain way that wore long sleeve shirts all his life. Right. And because of what his parents had done to him. But when he got grown, mm -hmm. he stopped dealing with his parents. He realized that that was wrong. He didn't feel the way that, that you know, family, what I'm getting at is I have a friend who was raised up a Ku Klux Klan man, and his parents tattooed him all over his body, all over his body at a young age. And I met him when I was 19 because my son was not even really one yet. And um, I'm from Texas. And it's pretty dang on hot. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I'm and I met this dude when I had moved to Oklahoma. And Oklahoma is still pretty dang on hot. Yeah. And and so, you know, I became good friends with this dude and I asked him, I was like, Why do you always wear these button downs and long sleeve shirts? You know, why? You know, it's hot. Come on, you're making me hot. Right. And, and he says, he says, I'll tell you later. And it took him some time to get comfortable with me. But one day he came over and we sat down and we just talked, me and him, we just talked. And he said, Aki, I really like you. And I right. told him, I said, well, I like you too. And he says, I want to show you something. And I'm like, what? And he unbuttoned his sleeves on his shirt, rolled mm -hmm. his sleeves up, unbuttoned his shirt, and let me see all these tattoos of swastikas and KKK and then the hoods on there and some wow. more stuff that I don't know what it was. And I was like, oh, my God. Wow. I was blown away. Right. And he said, I bet. my parents did this to me when I was young. And they raised me to hate everyone that wasn't like me. Mm -hmm. But I don't. He said, because I have met you and some more people that are so dang on cool. Mm -hmm. And I realized it's not what I thought it was. Right. And so I'm saying that because... Yeah, as long as the mother's in the picture, it might be that way because she's manipulative. She likes mm -hmm. to play them games, and, and really what it boils down to is witchcraft. Really. Yes. My bishop yes. taught us, when you Say try to play with somebody's mind, that is manipulation, and that is a form of witchcraft. Yes, so it is. This is what this girl has been doing to her children and her spouse. And it can be broken. Because when God touches your heart, anything can happen. And I believe mm -hmm. that it it's going to happen with one of them children, with mm -hmm. one of them kids. I believe it's going to happen. And they're going to be like, like she was to mm -hmm. her husband and be like, right. look, if you can't do this and this and this and be respectful and da-da-da-da-da, mama, you can kick rocks. Mm -hmm. 
And, I mean, I can see that happening. Right. I have a best friend that talks to her, her and her mama got a language like that. And I'm like, well, you know, growing up, you know, as a little girl, you know, we've known each other since I was, what, 13 years old. And the way she talked to her mom, and I'm like, dang, girl, yeah. if I did, I would be toothless. Yes. And, <laughs> and, but it's, it's some people that are, you know, they raise their children to be opinionated and, and, yes. and say what they want to say and don't respect, you know, nobody mm-hmm. and just, you know, say whatever flies out their mouth. But, there comes a time when you can meet somebody that will change your life. Right. People change people. I've changed one of my best friend's life. When we met, I didn't want to meet her. I was going through something, and and she really didn't want to meet me, but God was like, no, y'all need to meet each other. And we met each other, and, and we bonded, and she stayed with me for a while, and she's been in and out of foster care all her life and was mistreated by her mama and everybody else. And she told me, Akia, I never knew how to love anybody mm. until I met you. And I see mm. how you love your children. Mm-hmm. So just because what this girl is doing to her children doesn't mean that it's going to always be like that. Because God will line you up with the right people at the right time and break all that foolishness. Well, I'm, we gonna pray. We gonna pray. We gonna, we gonna, exactly. We gonna pray. I pray for them all the time. I actually do. But in the meanwhile, her life is spilling over into them children's life. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. It is the stuff that she teaches her children. The stuff that her children see, and I mean, she doesn't have any regard of what her children see. No. She don't no. she don't care about what they see. No, I mean she feels like right in front of I mean she Exactly. Them. And you know what was crazy? I thought I this is what I thought was crazy. Family, she has a best friend that would come and visit. Now her best friend is even more vulgar. Oh my her god. Than than her. And when I'm ta- I'm talking about talking about sex in front of, in front of the children. And but I'm talking about taking it in the butt. Oh no, no! In front of the children. In front of the children. Oh and, no! And you know she would complain Mm-mm. to me. She would complain. She would talk about her best friend like a dog. But yet, you still choose to be this person's Listen. friend. Uh, uh, uh. You no. still choose to have this person around your children to talk about things and mm. such, or or teaching your children that if you want to have anal sex, this is what you have to do first. Teaching mm. her teens mm. this, mm. telling mm. you know, I mean, I mean, she shared it with me. Her her teen daughter shared it with me, but yet you still continue to be around this person to. Call this woman your best friend to call her family. So who's really at fault? Is it the friend or is it you? I don't fault the friend. I don't fault the best friend. Right. To mm-hmm. I fault you because this is what you allow in your home. Because exactly. I tell you what, if you're in my home, I control my household. Exactly. I control exactly. what kind of conversations go around, mm-hmm. are around having around my children. 
Yep. So mm-hmm. don't come and complain about your best friend speaking like this or always talking about sex or every other word is a cuss word when you pretty much every other word that comes out your mouth is 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 profanity as mm-hmm. well. And then you wonder why your kids speak and act the way that they do. No, I fault you. I don't fault the best friend. I fault you. Mm-hmm. 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 So wow. I mean, absolutely. That's what I. That's yeah. why, as as I stated earlier, children are sponges, and they are going to take in everything and want. I mean, how many times? How many parents out there? Family? How many parents? You know, out there, where you may have said something, slipped up, said something around your children, mm-hmm. and you think, okay, maybe they didn't hear. It. And then next thing you know, you hear your child repeat that word. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. So that should show you, or they mimic some type of behavior mm-hmm. that you do. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. If you're one to yell, then they yell. When they get up, they, they yell. yell. Mm-hmm. Or if you're mm-hmm. the type of person to throw things, then they're throwing things when they're mad and mm-hmm. they get a tantrum. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, so, and then you, you sit and you're like, oh, my God, where do they get this from? Well, well mm-hmm. what is their environment like? What, what, what's, mm-hmm. what's around them? So we have to be mindful. We definitely have to be to be mindful. Exactly. Well, I exactly. I, I think I think this was a great topic. I really I I appreciate you um, wanting to talk about this and dissect this a bit more. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Thank you there so much to for be, that. Oh, thank you for letting me have a platform and speaking on it. Yeah. Yes. It needed yes. to be. It needed to be out there. It mm-hmm. needs to be out there. It does. And it does. We maybe need and, awareness. Mm-hmm. and maybe um, maybe someone who is going through mm-hmm. this and don't realize it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you still have time to just stop before it festers over into. Right. The children's lives. Mm-hmm. Pay more attention to what you're, what you're doing, what mm-hmm. you're saying. Like you said, think a little bit before you actually say something before you speak. Because I know that Reggie and mm-hmm. I are like that. You know, we don't nope. say the first thing that comes out of you know what we're thinking mm-hmm. to our children. We have to be very careful how we speak to our kids because yeah. I don't ever want them thinking it's okay to speak to one of you know each other that way. Mm-hmm. Or to anybody, not even to their friends. Mm-hmm. So we have, yeah. you know, we have to think about, okay, how we're going to say something. If it's good, mm-hmm. if it's, you know, praising them on something that they've done, mm-hmm. or if it's, you know, disciplining them or something that they they did wrong. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just just think about it. Just take a minute and say, okay, should I say it like this or should I not? Because mm-hmm. to you, you may think that, it's not going to affect them. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it can. So those are my thoughts. Those are my final thoughts for episode 10. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Please yeah, don't forget to rate us and write a review on Google Play Music and iTunes. And mm-hmm. also, we are now in CastBox and Overcast. I know some family members had emailed me and said that, you know, they didn't have 
my older family who don't have um cell phones to have the app. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have uh Android or Apple iTunes, you can listen to our podcast on Castbox and Overcast. If you have mm-hmm. any questions for Akia and I, you can email us at pillowtalkanchor at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So remember, mm-hmm. we love to know what you're thinking. And if you have questions, please email us, ask us. And we're we're open to anything. We will answer yeah. whatever you ask. Ain't that right? Mm-hmm. We, we will, right? We will. We, we will answer. answer. Okay. If they want to know, if they want to know what size shoes we wear, we will answer. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, please be sure yeah. to come back Wednesday evening for episode 11. Until then, stay blessed and as always, be inspired. Good night, guys. Good night.